Welcome to God's Story for Kids. This podcast is a space for kids to explore the Bible and get to know God's story even better. I'm your host, Sophisticated, Sophie for short. Uh, Hank, you gonna introduce yourself? I can't do the show this week. I'm too mad, too discouraged, too disappointed. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, um, I'm sorry you're feeling upset. Yes, upset too. Upset, mad, discouraged, disappointed. Oh, it's fine. I said I don't want to talk about it. All right then. Well, kids, today we're going to Dismayed, learn... upset, mad, discouraged, disappointed, and dismayed. Okay, fine, I'll... Oh, I'll tell you. My friend made me so upset this morning. Upset, bad, discouraged, disappointed, and dismayed. Dismayed. We know what happened. I let him borrow my most prized possession last night, my Nintendo Switch. But I told him I needed it back by today. He said he'd give it back, but I wanted him to know I meant business, so I made him promise. I see. And not just any promise, Sophie. I made him Pinky promise. Okay. He pinky promised that he would return it before he left last night, but he didn't. And now he's leaving town with his family today, and he won't be back until next week. I'm so upset and mad and discouraged and disappointed. And say it with me. Dismayed. Oh, my, Hank. I'm sorry that happened. I mean, he knew this was important to me. It's my most prized possession. And not only that, he broke his promise. He knew it was important, and he still broke his promise. Hank, I'm so sorry that your friend broke his promise to you, but I have good news. Oh, you have a spare Nintendo Switch in your backpack waiting for me? Oh, thanks, Sophie. You are the best. Oh, no, Hank. I don't have a Nintendo Switch for you, and if I did have one, I know for sure no one would let me give that thing out for people to borrow. Yeah, yeah. You sound like my mom. Something about responsibility and whatnot. (laughs) Okay, so you know. What I was going to say, though, is that I know of someone who has made lots of promises and never broke any. You do? Yeah. Sounds like someone I'd like to meet. Maybe I could introduce them to my friend, and they could offer some tips on promise-keeping. Can you guess who I'm thinking of, Hank? Uh, Is it the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln? They called him Honest Abe, you know? (laughs) No, it's not Abe Lincoln. Okay. I think I know. Oh, let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. Spider-Man. Spider-Man? No, Hank, I'm talking about God. Oh, oh, right, right, right. That makes more sense. The Bible has all sorts of stories where God makes a promise to just one person or even to a huge group of people. And every single time God makes a promise, he keeps it. Did God pinky promise to return a Nintendo Switch to his friend? No. God's promises were and still are way bigger than a pinky promise about video games. For example, in the Old Testament, God promised a man named David. Oh, 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 oh. you mean King David. We've been talking about him. Exactly. Let's check it out in 2 Samuel. God promises David that a dynasty of kings will come from David and that one of them will have a royal throne forever. Who does that make you think of, Hank? A king with a royal throne forever? That makes me think of Jesus. Exactly. And do you know whose family Jesus was born through? David! Yes. 
Now, David probably didn't totally understand everything that God was promising to him, but he did know that God was good and that he would be faithful to his promises. And he was. Even over hundreds of years, God was faithful. I can think of another time someone didn't fully understand all the details of God's promise, but they knew something good was happening. Which story do you mean, Sophie? The woman at the well. This story is from the New Testament book of John. Do you want to help me tell it, Hank? Let's see. Uh, Here it is. Jesus was on a long journey, and he came to a rest near a well. A woman came to get some water from the well, and Jesus asked her for a drink. The woman was surprised Jesus would talk to someone like her, someone who had made so many big mistakes. She said to Jesus, why are you asking me for a drink? And Jesus replied, if only you knew the gift God had for you and who you were speaking to, you'd ask me and I'd give you living water so you'd never be thirsty again. The woman said, I want this water. I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything. Then Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. You know, Hank, this woman at the well probably didn't really understand all the details about what Jesus was telling her. But she did know that something good was happening and that Jesus was super important. She was even so amazed that she went and told others in her village about Jesus. What I love about this story is that Jesus didn't ignore her or bully her or hurt her because of her mistakes. His love was for her despite her mistakes. It's just like how God promised King David the Messiah would come through his family, even though King David made some big mistakes, too. It seems like God's promises and his love are for, for everyone. Yes, everyone. God's love is for people who we like and people we don't like. It's for people who look like us and people who don't look like us. It's for people who live near and far, who think the same as us, and for people who think differently than us. Everyone. You know, this makes me think of a wow story. A wow? Wow? Where's the wow? It's in Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. I heard about it on the news. Some fifth graders at an elementary school in Minnesota were at recess and noticed that not all the kids in their grade could play on the playground equipment. Some of the kids have disabilities, like using wheelchairs. So these fifth graders asked their teacher if they could just buy a new playground to include everyone. Yikes, a new playground? That sounds expensive. Yeah, their teacher said it would cost about $300,000, but they were determined. So they made flyers, hosted a bake sale, started calling local businesses, and partnered with the school PTO. And guess what? They did it! They raised enough money to buy more inclusive playground equipment so everyone could play. That's incredible. I know. No, seriously. That will mean so much to so many kids. It actually makes me think of my friend James. James? Yeah, James has Down syndrome. And sometimes he needs a little extra support to do things that other kids might do more easily. In fact... Let's check in with James's mom and ask her what this kind of inclusion means to awesome families like theirs. If you are fortunate enough to meet him, you'll notice right away that James is like most kids. He's happy, full of energy, and excited to see his friends. James demonstrates friendship by remembering your name, smiling at you, and talking with you. He'll ask you questions, cheer you on, and laugh when you do something funny. 
he might invite you to dance to a song, especially a Hope Kids song. Read a book with him or head down the slide on the playground. When James asks you to do one of these things, it is his way of showing you how happy he is to see you and that he would really like to be your friend. Just like these are ways for him to show you friendship, there are lots of ways you can be a great friend back. New places and loud noises can be scary for James. So if you notice he has his hands over his ears or is dancing further away from the group, you can be a great friend by joining in and dancing along with him. The music may get too loud and he may be unable to stay for the whole song, but he'll remember you took time to enjoy the song with him. Different things are hard for each of us and we show that in different ways, but a good friend always uses kind words and actions to let each kid know that what they need is okay. James never forgets a face or the name that goes with it and the few minutes you pause to share your kindness with him will stick with him. We hope the smile and kind words he shares back with you brighten your day as well. It truly is amazing the impact a kind word or action can have on every person we meet. Inclusion is so important, not just for cool kids like James or those fifth graders in Minnesota, but for everyone. And that's what Jesus' love is all about. It's for every single person in the whole world. God promises that. You know, Hank, last week we talked about Easter and how Jesus died on the cross to forgive our sins. And three days later, he came back to life. It's kind of like Jesus is the ultimate promise being fulfilled. Yeah, he defeated our sins once and for all, just like God promised. That's right. God promised a rescuer and Jesus was the answer to that promise. The most important promise ever. And Jesus shows us time and time again through stories like this woman at the well, that his promises His love are for all of us, for everyone. For you, kids. This is where your story meets God's story. God's love is for you, and he wants you to share it with others. So here's a challenge for you this week, listeners. How can you share God's love with someone else? Someone at school or in your family or a friend or maybe even a stranger? Really look around. Don't just think of an easy answer. Pray about it. Ask God to show you someone who could use a little love. And when he shows you who that person is, share God's love. It could be something little or something big, but just do it. Do something because even a little something can make a big difference. Hmm. I guess maybe I could forgive my friend for breaking his pinky promise and not returning my Nintendo Switch. I'm sure something just came up and he couldn't control it. He's always been a good friend. That's a good way to look at it, Hank. Maybe this is your nudge to reach out to him and make sure everything's okay. Not because you care about your switch, but because you care about him. Yeah, that's a good idea. And remember, kids, that everyone matters. You matter. Everyone is loved. You are loved. And everyone is part of God's story. You are part of God's story. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. 
It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, The Whole Holy Bible in a Year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.